A table of fable. From the constellations to the oceans, all the nations, all our notions, it makes a story, a million stories. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to A Table of Fables. I am the fabulist, James Funny Hat. And my hat today is a very, very nice hat. It's an extra-large olive, asparagus, and mushroom hat with extra cheese. And it sounds kind of like a pizza because it goes with the story that we're going to have today, which is about a pizza. And the thing is, it doesn't even look funny. And if you were here looking at my hat, which is an olive, asparagus, mushroom hat with extra cheese, you wouldn't even laugh. Now, one thing I love is when people send in questions or comments by mail or by email or by phone. And there is one today that I would like to read, and it came in from Beatrice, who lives in Corvallis, Oregon, in the United States. And it says, Dear James Funny Hat, where is your hat? Well, that's an easy question, Beatrice. It's on my head. Wow, I love easy questions. I think I answered that one pretty well. But now it says PS, which means postscript. And that is another thing that she's saying at the end of her letter. And it says, PS, you never said we couldn't send a voicemail that tricked you. Uh, because Beatrice is talking about one of the rules, which is no tricking James funny hat. Well, Beatrice, do you know what? You could try to trick me, but you will not be able to trick me because you know what? I am ready for when kids tried to trick me and it won't happen again. Now, she writes further and it says PPS, which is another part of her letter. And it says, read the first question again. All right, Beatrice, I'll read the first question again. Dear James Funny Hat, where's your hat? Uh, it's on my head. And then there's a PPPS. Read the first question again? Beatrice, why do you keep asking me to read the first question? Okay. Dear James Funny Hat, where is your hat? It's on my head. And now there's a PPPPS. Read the first question again? Beatrice, 
Dear Jane Funnyhead, where is your hat? There, I read it, and it's still on my head. I hope there's not another P. There is. There's a P-P-P-P-P-S. Good, says Beatrice. I just had to make sure you were listening. Ah, Beatrice, now where is your hat? You ask me again. Why do you keep asking me where is my hat? And hang on a sec. Oh, no. It's not on my head anymore. It's fallen on the floor. And you know why it fell on the floor? Because my head was turning around back and forth so much to look at the letter and then look at my head and it fell. And I think that was your fault. And you know what else, Beatrice? I think you were tricking me. And that reminds me, there is a rule on this podcast. No tricking James Bunny Hat by voicemail or by email or by letter. But thanks for writing, Beatrice. So today we have a story about someone who has a great idea of something they can do to make the world a better place. So it's a very important story. And you should listen very closely. Because if you haven't had one already, one day you will have a great idea of something that you can do to make the world a better place. And you know what? There's something that you can do or that you will learn to do that no one else, not any of the 7,000 million other people, can do. That's how many people are in the world. 7,000 million. Or 7 billion is another way to say it. So how will you find out what the idea is? Where do you go? To the idea store? Do you find it in the park? In the forest? Do you go fishing and pull up a great idea? No. What you do is you be quiet, and you watch, and you listen, and then it just comes into your mind. But even then, that's not the end. Because what do you do? What do you do with the idea? How do you make it happen in real life? Well, that's what happens to the person in this story, whose name is Marcelo. So the story is going to begin very soon. And what I'd like you to do is when you hear a sound that goes ding, that's the story bell. When you hear it, put your hands in the air. When you can't hear it anymore, put your hands down and then the story will begin. Here comes the bell. In a certain city, where the buildings stretched past the clouds, the lights were so bright that you couldn't see the stars, and the noise was so loud you couldn't hear the flap of a raven's wings, there lived a certain man called Marcello. Marcello had a pizzeria restaurant where you could come and eat pizza, but not many people came to eat there. Probably because the pizza on the menu was a little bit strange. There was, for example, tofu and birch bark pizza. And there was licorice peanut butter pizza. Cheddar and grass pizza. Crab shell and parmesan cheese pizza. Chicken bone and fresh daisy pizza. And 
grasshopper acorn with yak cheese pizza. No one ever ordered anything. People would come in, look at the menu, and then walk out. They couldn't see anything they wanted. One day, though, a man did order something. He tried a slice of toffee, shoelace, and triple jalapeno pepper pizza. He made that sound because the jalapeno peppers were so spicy they burnt his tongue. And the shoelaces were stuck in his mouth, but he couldn't open his mouth because the toffee was so sticky. Marcella was very upset that the man didn't like his pizza. You don't understand. No one understands that I am the best pizza maker in the world. He went upstairs to sleep, sad and dejected. But that night, as he slept, a star fell from the sky, through the clouds, through the noise, through the walls of the pizzeria, and down into his dreams. When he woke up, he was very excited because he had a new idea. The idea was a recipe, a recipe for a pizza that was so good that the whole city would stop and sing together, that the clouds would open and the sun would shine and dogs would lie with squirrels. The greatest pizza in the world. The next day, Marcelo gathered all the ingredients that he would need to make the pizza that was in the recipe that he dreamed about. That morning, the first customer of the day walked into the shop. Marcelo was so excited, he stood up on a chair and said, Welcome to Marcelo's. Would you like a slice of the greatest pizza in the world? Um, no thanks, said the lady. Um, I'd just like a pepperoni, please. Marcelo couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe that she didn't want the greatest pizza in the world. Another lady came in a few moments later. Again, he stood on the chair and said, Would you like the greatest pizza in the world? Um, no thanks. Um, my daughter only likes pepperoni, please, said the lady. Marcello could not believe it. Another person who did not want the greatest pizza in the world. A man came in. He stood on the chair. Would you like the greatest pizza in the world? Uh, no, I'd just like a regular pizza, please. It happened over and over again. He would stand on the chair and say, Would you like the greatest pizza in the world? Uh, no thanks. Um, I just like a normal pizza today. It's only a Tuesday. The day went on, and he did not have a single order for the greatest pizza in the world. He closed, and he was sad and dejected, and he went upstairs to sleep. That night, he dreamed no dreams. But the next morning, there was a knock on the door. 
there was a lady that came in and said, Hello, are you open? I would like a slice of plain cheese pizza for my son. Do you make a good plain cheese pizza? He's very fussy. Marcella was still sleepy, and he really didn't feel like making any pizza at all if it couldn't be the best pizza in the world. But the lady was so nice, and her son seemed so nice, that he said to them, I'll make you the best pizza I can. He went back into the kitchen and got everything ready, saying to himself over and over again, I'll make the best pizza I can. I'll make the best pizza I can. I'll make the best pizza I can. He set the oven at the right temperature. He cleaned everything up so the counters shined. He mixed the flour. He crushed the tomatoes. He grated the cheese. He tossed the pizza dough up in the air, making as perfect a circle as he could. As he busied himself with making the pizza, a delicious smell filled the room. When the pizza was done, he pulled it out of the oven and brought it to the lady and her son with a smile. Thank you, they said. Marcella didn't know this, because he was back in the kitchen. But the lady and her son really, really liked the pizza. They liked it so much, they kind of started to do a little dance in the street. And they told two people about how good it was. Both of those people came into Marcello's pizzeria. He made pizza for them, doing the same thing, making the best pizza that he possibly could. And they also really, really liked their pizza. And they told two more people and started to do a dance in the street. And those two people each told two more people. And now there were eight people in line. Marcelo took their orders and they all left with hot, yummy smelling slices of pizza. Marcelo didn't know this because he was in the kitchen. But they really, really all loved their pizzas. And they all told two more people. And then there were 16 people in line asking for pizza. And the same thing happened again until there were 32 people in line. And then there were 64 people in line. Marcella was very busy in the kitchen as the lineup started to get bigger and bigger. And outside, there was a crowd of people dancing around and singing. The crowd grew bigger as the day went on. By the end of the day, the crowd of people took over the whole street. He ended up making 17,416 pizzas and ran out of ingredients. When he didn't have any more ingredients to make any more pizzas, he went outside and to his astonishment, saw a whole huge crowd of people all dancing and singing together. They looked at him and said, all together, Marcelo, thank you for the pizza. This is the best pizza in the world. Marcelo wiped some of the flour from his face and from his sleeves and smiled. He said, Thank you for enjoying this pizza. I tried to make the best pizza I could. And then he remembered the dream that he had and how there was a star. He looked up because he wanted to see the star to see if it looked the same as in his dream. 
but he couldn't see it because of the clouds. And anyway, it was still daytime. But when he looked up, all the boys and girls and moms and dads and grandfathers and dogs and squirrels, everyone looked up to see what he was looking at. And it seems like all of those eyes all looking at the same spot in the sky made the clouds melt away for the first time in 34 years. The sun shone down on all of them, including the dogs and the squirrels, who for some reason were playing and dancing with each other along with the people that day. They were so exhausted, they lay down together and had a nap. And they said again, Thank you, Marcello, for making the best pizza in the world! Well, that's the end of this story, and that's the end of this episode of A Table of Fables. So thanks so much for coming. Thank you to Beatrice for sending a letter. And you can find more information at jamesfunnyhat.com. Thanks again for coming. I'm James Funnyhat, and we'll see you next time on A Table of Fables. Bye.